Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the That's What She Wrote podcast. We're your hosts, Jordan. And Olivia. And today we're going to be talking about romanticizing your life, experiencing your 20s, everything that has to do with that. But first, Liv, how's your week been? It's good. I mean, it's pretty early in the week so far, so I'm optimistic. But, you know, once it hits really tomorrow, I'll probably say something else. <laughs> um, but overall, it's good. I started a new class, and and uh, yeah, it's great. What about you? Mine's been good. I went to the Chiefs game on Sunday, which was Ooh. the craziest game ever. It was the Chiefs-Bills game. It was so fun. I'm still not so over fun. it. I'm still watching highlights. <laughs> I literally thought I was going to throw up, pass out other bodily functions were gonna <laughs> spill out of me I was so nervous and so excited and I it's like I lost faith but I didn't <laughs> right I don't know you can't you never know with the Chiefs we're kind of a a weird wild card honestly yeah like we you really don't know it's I saw a tweet and it was like from now on it was like something like a, a 13 seconds yes it's crazy how 13 <laughs> seconds is too long for Pat Mahomes and I was like yeah that's freaking crazy crazy. it was the craziest game ever I went with my parents and then my boyfriend Nick and there were so many moments where we were like I can't watch but I have to watch but I can't watch (laughs) it makes me too nervous and everyone around us was just going crazy it was so fun yeah this year Jordan took me for the first time to a Chiefs game and then I went another time with her and just the atmosphere there is just so electric and it was it's so amazing. So I can't even imagine like what it probably felt like in there. My my brother was there, my cousin was there, my aunt and my brother's like best friend was there. And they all were sending photos and it was hilarious. They're so chaotic, but um they were having the time of their life. And so mm-hmm. I was incredibly jealous cuz I was sitting at at well, me and one of our other roommates, we went and watched it at a friend's house, but it was just chill. It was just the three of us. So jealous it looked like so much fun and oh my god something really random I saw a guy on TikTok the guy who ran out on the field yes yeah. <laughs> and I sent that to all my family because his friend had like bet him a thousand dollars that he wouldn't do yeah. it and then he got like what tackled by what's his I name think it was Stefan Diggs yes that's who it was yeah. oh my god it's so funny anyway that, that was, was a random hilarious. side note but yeah Nick thought that was great he it was, was so like, funny oh no way I don't really know why you would do that I but it was for funny. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you're that big of a fan, didn't you say that like you're not allowed back to like? Okay, any... I've heard if you run out on the field, you're never allowed back to an NFL game anywhere. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that from someone else, and that is not worth it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's like not at all. Think about how that guy was young too. Think about how many games like he would want to go to, in and the he future. lost his shoes. One of his shoes fell off, and they threw it to the Bills' sideline. And then another one of his shoes fell off, and they threw it to the Chiefs' sideline. Yeah. I don't know if he ever got those back. <laughs> he probably didn't. He's probably not even upset about it either. Probably not. I doubt that he remembered any of it, honestly. But it had like two and a half million likes when I saw it today on TikTok, and I thought I was dying laughing because I was searching through everything trying to find a video of him, and then I couldn't find one. And then that popped up on my For You page today. I was like, yes, this is awesome. And it was really funny, but... That was kind of a side little yeah. side note there. That's not really what we're going to be talking about today. So, yeah, what what are we going to be talking about? Oh, we can get on into it. We can start with just ways to romanticize your 20s, specifically when you're in college, I would say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's your number one tip? I would say this is actually something that I've been talking about a lot, and that is, like, romanticizing your life. Um, I actually wrote an article about that literally last week for the magazine that we, yes. uh, that we, well, Jordan is the editor-in-chief of, and I am an intern with, and I write. So I wrote an article about, like, romanticizing your life in 2022, and um, I think a first thing that we can all do is just kind of take a step back and pause and just kind of evaluate where we are in the moment and plan. And I know that sounds very self-explanatory. And I know it sounds very, like, you're probably like, okay, yeah, I get that. But, like, actually doing that. That is something that I don't do. I kind of hop into things without actually giving it much thought. Or, I I don't know, I'm kind of an impulsive person. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I like this so much. And this Mm -hmm. is, like, my my dream. And then it'll switch in two seconds. Or I, I just don't really 
give myself the moment to sit down and actually, you know, like, like evaluate what I want, where I am in this moment, what is actually realistic. I know it's very vague. Yeah. But I, that is like a good start, I think. Like just seeing where you are in the moment and actually thinking about that deeper than just like, oh, yeah, I'm in college. Yeah. Like actually, like mentally, emotionally, like spiritually, if you want to take it that way. And like how you can build off of that and then make yourself better. Yeah. And I feel like you and I have talked about this a lot, just how like when you get to this point in your life, opportunities don't really just fall in your lap, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you're not working towards your goals and what you want out of your experiences, like you're really not going to get that. Yeah. I mean, of course, sometimes people get lucky, but those big opportunities that you're hoping to happen most likely aren't just going to happen without like work and planning and everything else Mm self-evaluation yeah it's a I know like I said it's pretty vague and pretty like yeah everyone hears it like take a step back and reevaluate and plan then and like but really doing that I've had to start doing that like this like at the start of the year um it's been kind of a weird start of the year and and the my closest friends they know why Mm -hmm. um so it's been kind of hard like hopping into a new year when there are just some factors of my life that are not yet you know set into place yet but um planning for that after like like knowing like where do I want to be in six months like how do I want to feel uh like what what do I want the end of the year to look like when I take a step back and like I look back at what I did and Mm -hmm. what I accomplished like I what do I want that to look like and I think that that can actually make you really appreciate the little moments that you've that you've made and like the memories that you've made throughout the year, I guess. Um, so yeah, that, that's basically one thing and that's a pretty big thing, but, um, definitely just taking a step back and evaluating and planning and, and, you know, just seeing where you truly are mentally, you know, yeah. for the future. I feel like your twenties are so weird, especially like your early twenties, because mm-hmm. you have like the friends or people, you know, that are getting married and having kids. Yeah. And then there's like the friends who, are still living at their parents' house, and neither are right or wrong or good or bad. It's just it's so different, and the spectrum of people at this age are so broad. Yeah. It's kind of, you can, it's easy to get stuck in this loop of, like, where am I supposed to be? So I feel like just, like, setting those goals of, like, this year I hope I do this, or by the end of the year I hope I'm this type of person. I think that can really change your mindset and just help you all with navigating your 20s a little easier yeah it's really hard like she said like you really nailed that like it's hard to not compare yourself and where you are in the moment to what you see on even just social media not even just in your personal life like I see people who are 23 I'm 20 turning 21 this year and like these people I technically would be in high school with like Mm -hmm. at you know they're not that far away from me in age and they're millionaires or they're people who are younger than me have a hundred million followers on TikTok yeah, and things like, like that. Their own like, businesses. Yeah, and I'm like still figuring out where I'm at in school. And here's the thing, like, and I can still say I'm pretty accomplished in a lot of areas, but I find myself even comparing myself to you and comparing myself to my roommates and my cousins and just like people like that. And it's it's hard not to do that, but um definitely you will learn to love your life more and learn to appreciate, you know your past more if you really take the steps to you know work towards goals I I don't know if that made sense no yeah I agree I feel like you'll just appreciate the road that you took more and you'll be like oh I hit this obstacle I hit this other obstacle I hit this other one you know and you'll appreciate those miles milestones in your life you know those those big moments and those sad moments when you finally reach those goals at the end so yeah just working towards that but that was kind of a tangent that's so okay. what about you? What about Well, let's steer a little bit. What are like specific things that people or girls specifically could do to kind of be like that girl? Like I know one I wrote down and that you kind of touched on earlier was like having a routine. Mm-hmm. And I know routines can actually be toxic for some people, but I think like having a set morning and night routine is like a good balance. So maybe planning on waking up at 7 a.m. every day or even 9 a.m. if that's early for you. And mm-hmm having a set skincare routine or even like a hair care routine. I've been getting into hair care a lot recently. Yeah. And same with night, you know, like 
you plan on, if you're waking up at 7, you plan on putting all your electronics away by 11, or you plan on reading for an hour before bed as a way to kind of calm your mind. Just like setting those things in a routine that just make you feel good and accomplished and ready for the day, I guess. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like that's every one of those things I think can like really benefit someone and really make someone appreciate like that personal time. Yeah. That personal time is so valuable like for everyone and a lot of people don't like allow themselves to take a step back and and you know allow themselves to take care of you know their actual body and mind um for me I I have issues maybe justifying giving myself a little bit too much me time when I Mm -hmm. when I probably should be sometimes more productive uh because I'll be like I deserve this (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like you know like having those morning routines you know you do a really good job at that where you you wake up you've made this routine where it's like go to bed before 11 or at 11 and then wake up at like seven. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like, I would love to implement in my life, like what you do. And then also like, I've been trying to read more, like what you said, things like that are definitely important. Reading is a big thing. Me too. Uh, Like it really is. I I don't know why I stray away from it for so long. Mm -hmm. Cause once I pick up a book again, I like am enthralled with what I'm reading right when I set that book down and like maybe one day later I could be more immersed in my phone and I don't know why I can take that like why I flip so easily yeah. from like and then I won't read for two more weeks and but when I'm reading I love it so much and I'm always like I'm gonna read more and I'm gonna finish <laughs> this book in one day and then I get kind of sidetracked with other dumb things on my phone or on my laptop or whatever and but that moment of like being away from a screen oh my god it's like so nice and you don't realize it until you're off yeah. the screen I feel so good when I read. Like, I, I'm not, like, a big reader. Mm-hmm. Liv knows this. I just read <laughs> the first book, like, in November, I think. It was my dad's book. He wrote a book about a decade ago, and I finally just read it. <laughs> it was great. But that was seriously the first full book I've read since I was in middle school. And then just this past week, I read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, because I'd heard such good things, and I wanted to get into reading, and I finished it in two days. And Yeah, she was dedicated to that it's book. It's not even, like, educational whatsoever or, like, expanding my knowledge, but when I read, I just feel so smart. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> exactly. if it's, like, in my head, I'm like, you know, smart people read. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I feel so cool when I yeah. walk to, like, a cafe, and I'm like... Don't look at me. I'm, hold, I'm like I'm holding like a book in yeah, my like, arm, and I'm like, don't come talk to me. I'm reading. Don't don't look. I've got my hair in like this little claw clip right now, and like I look so cute and trendy, and I've got my fake glasses on. Uh-huh. Like and don't don't look at me. Oh my god, iced oat milk latte. Yeah, no, like I'm so quirky. It's so crazy. <laughs> I'm just a reader. I'm just like a reader girl. You know, I'm not a horse girl. I'm a, or like you know, a shark girl. I'm a reader. Girl. <laughs> I like books. I, know. I like books. I don't know. If you know. What I'm anyway. <laughs> but yeah, but in, honestly, like reading is really good for your mind, especially when we're so yeah. used to looking at screens all day long. Yeah, yeah, it really is, and especially like something that's hard for me that I found, which is this is a reason why it's hard for me to pick back up a book and like, but why it's so rewarding when I finally do. And that is, like, with our majors specifically, with, like, journalism, we read a lot of just boring stuff, to be completely honest. Like, now that, that, there are some things that are really interesting. Sometimes you just read something that you're just not interested in. And then that's constantly, like, what you're having to read. Like, things that are in textbooks about, like, economics of this. Or, like, things that just, like, are not necessarily interesting to you doesn't mean it's not interesting to others so then it's hard to come back and be like I'm gonna go sit down and read again yeah and that is something like I'm also working on is like they're they're way they're two different types of reading there's like Mm -hmm. it's just like watching videos in class there's educational videos that you're like is this over like when will this be done and then there are videos like Emma Chamberlain and like yeah and like I don't know why I can't make that jump but every time I do it's I love it and it is so rewarding like I feel so cool when like I feel I feel like I'm I have so many TikTok videos saved of like recommended books and like I've saved so many videos and I've never gone back to them but I've heard really good things about that book that you read yeah and I really want to read it 
Yeah, our friend Grace gave me some more recommendations from the same author. So I think I'm going to read November 9th next. It's just the same thing with like TV shows and movies. When I get like immersed in a book, it's all I think about. All I want to do is finish this book. I just get so connected to like characters and storylines and it takes me weeks to get over it. I don't know if it's like an empath thing. Yeah, but me an empath sensing that you're also an empath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly what you mean though. Like I will definitely get attached to characters. I don't feel like like, as much as you. I feel like Mm -hmm. I, to drown out my attachment, I'll jump to another thing really quick. Yeah. So like I'm like definitely like a movie hopper. Like I'll like go to something or like a show hopper where I can't just like end a show and then not have another show. You know, I have to just I cannot let my mind wander for too long or I, I will dwell on what I watched. Like right now having Euphoria like a week apart, <laughs> it's driving me insane. And like my brain has just been on Euphoria mode, which is not necessarily healthy yeah it's <laughs> not like a good show to have on your mind I wouldn't say I feel like that's how I was in high school though like in high school I always had to have a show that I was watching and when yeah. I finished it I would immediately start a new show yeah and I think my way of growing from that in college is just not watching anything at all yeah <laughs> well, freshman bored. year I literally never watched anything really like, freshman year no it was constant I was like I I was YouTube but like I never hardly turned on the TV yeah hardly watched movies and now it's like, oh, well, YouTube. Actually, I li- I'm lying. I'm completely lying to you. It's flipped. I only watch TV. I never was on my phone. That's what it was. Uh. I I was not on my phone. I remember, like, being so behind. Like, I, I kept up with, like, David Dobrik videos every single week. And I got, like, six months behind on that. And then I haven't been able – I just haven't watched them since. Like, but I stopped and, like, I checked out of all this stuff. That was kind of random. But, like – I checked out of all of that, and then I was only in, like, a couple shows here yeah. and there. But I mostly hung out with people because we were in the dorm. When Side I was... note, did you see Emma Chamberlain will be on Alex Cooper's podcast tomorrow? No! Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going to I love Emma. It. Oh, my I know. God. I feel like I haven't heard much about her in a while. I don't listen to her podcast. Jess yeah. said that it's pretty good, and she talks a lot, obviously. <laughs> I love but her. I love her. She's so cool. So I, I'm definitely going to listen to her. She's, it. like, a cool chick. Like, Yeah. There's just cool people in this world, and she's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I find her to be really cool. I think Emma Stone's really cool. The Emma's. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, what the freak? Maybe I should change my name to Emma, <laughs> Emily, or something. I know that's what her name is, Emily Stone. Really? Yeah, Emma Stone's name is Emily Stone. Stone. Okay, steering sorry. Back <laughs> <on track>. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about like specifics of being that girl? Specifics of being that girl or romanticizing your twenties. So I think that a big thing for me, and it's kind of on like the topic that we were on before of like self-love and like taking care of yourself and giving yourself that morning routine or that night routine and and giving yourself that personal time. Mm -hmm. And that is um, getting yourself like around in the morning. Yeah. Which sounds like uh, that can be, you know, pretty expanded depending on who you are. It's very customized. I know this is something you struggle with. But yeah. Like, getting yourself up in, like, dressing not just in sweatpants for class or not just in leggings for class or, you know, like, actually getting yourself around. You don't need to wear makeup. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you have to walk in in your freaking prom dress. I'm saying, like, making yourself feel good about the way that you look instead of just, like, oh, God, another day. Let me just roll out of bed and let's get there. Because I find that when I personally get myself around I'm my most productive self Mm -hmm. and then right when I switch into my sweatpants I am like "Mm, maybe I'll just grab this bag of chips and sit on the couch for a minute and like you watch some YouTube videos just for an hour and then like four hours pass and I'm like yo what's one more hour gonna hurt like in those types of things if, if I'm in jeans just as simple as just jeans my whole day can be switched and it's as simple as that maybe that's really psychotic but for me like that is such that is so impactful. No, for me. I totally agree. I will say, Liv, your outfits have been pretty cute recently. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you. You have stepped up your game. For I've sure. been trying. <laughs> I've been like curling my hair yeah. and like, which is incredibly extra. You guys do not need to do that. You do not need to put a full face of makeup on, but the bare minimum, just like a pair. You know, if you, if a pair of leggings is out of your comfort zone, and that is like, if you wear sweatpants every day, okay, throw on a pair of leggings today. Yeah. You know, just wear. 
a jacket, not a sweatshirt. You know, do something yeah. like that. Just, like, change it a little bit. It all comes down to, like, what makes you feel confident and, like, pretty. Because if you feel yeah. like you look good, you're automatically just going to have, like, a better mindset, happier mindset. Confident. Like, yeah, so total confident. confident boost for sure. Yeah. I find that confidence is such an impactful thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, and, like, for me, it just can change my obviously my confidence in myself but also just like my reliance on like my natural skill like I feel like I'm more willing to build off of that when I'm more confident like because I'm like I don't know I don't know I don't feel like that defeated feeling where you're kind of like no motivation and you're like I don't want to keep doing this and then feeling rejection you know things like that when you're confident you don't have those fears I feel like as much as you typically do you are just kind of willing to like go into something and and risk the failing and and you know put in that extra work. I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing. No, I get it. I think definitely with like dressing for school, it's like you think maybe your professors or your peers will take you more seriously if yeah. you look better. Whether or not like you need that kind of confidence boosts, but yeah. if that is something you look for, like I feel like dressing the part could give you that boost that you need. Yeah, like yesterday when I was in, I went to to class and I was in that and I was wearing a dress for our news like a newsroom shift and I was wearing like a plaid coat and whatever and I had people tell me I looked cool yeah you look so cute nobody's ever told me I looked cool in my life like (laughs) I'm not a cool person so I was like what are you kidding you're like okay I'll wear it again next week I'll just keep wearing this exact outfit every single week oh my god and so anyway I'll be um Wearing the outfit ex- excessively <laughs> now because I got two compliments from people. Just wait for the Instagram post. Just, you'll know it when you see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I just, it made me feel so good. And I was just like, oh, my day is made. I now I feel it. really nice. And now I'm like, I want to like sit at a cafe and like actually work. Like, I want to <laughs> read my book. Because like, I'm a reader girl, you know? Because I read books. I don't know. I'm an empath who reads. <laughs> okay again we was I just go on tangents and I feel bad but what about you what what else do you have like because I know that you're really excited to talk about this and yeah I think we can go more into like romanticizing your your town yeah yeah, because since we go we go to school in Columbia yeah um at the University of Missouri which when I was little I always thought of like big schools would be in these like city towns have Mm -hmm. so much to do Columbia is just not that. It's just not it at <laughs> like, all. I'm from Springfield, which I think is much bigger than Columbia. I agree. And I'm never bored there. Like, there is so much to do there. And I yeah. feel like it's so hard to find things to do here. But I'm actually writing an article. <laughs> <laughs> She's an empath reader girl who likes to write. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm writing an article for the magazine about romanticizing your local art museums. And so that yes. kind of kind of sprung this topic of like what else in our small little towns can we romanticize and I think like going to local art museums going on dates yeah just walking around that's something I need to work on (laughs) that's for another day Valentine's Day special um but yeah no I agree like I you know I love art and we've talked about this Mm -hmm. like that is such a fun thing to do it's like seeing the local culture firsthand like instead of you know going to like the basic you know name brand or not name brand what's the word like chain things like going to your local cafe or whatever your local breakfast place like I know every Sunday my parents and I we've been going to this place downtown called Ernie's on Sunday mornings and we get breakfast and we get the same breakfast and I get the French toast and you know (laughs) like I know that last year last spring when I was here just with my when my dad was working here my mom was back at the Lake of the Ozarks um we would go me and my dad would go get Shakespeare's every Wednesday night and that was like such a like and Shakespeare's is just like a fun local like famous pizza pizza place you know it's like the number one college like pizza place in the nation oh it is yeah well, if any of you guys are listening and you are in Columbia, which most of you guys are, <laughs> but get the pepper jack cheese pizza. I still need to try that. It sounds good. You don't even, I know it, it, it is really good. And you're the first person who said it actually sounds good. Yeah. Cause most, of the, like most of the time people think that it doesn't sound good, but I'm telling you it is, I, 
thought it would be so weird. Like pepper jack cheese on like crust and like marinade. I was like, ew. You know, I kinda... like spicy things though. So you do. Really good. It is so good. It's like queso. It like mm. melts up. Anyway. But also if you are in Colombia, actually just go to Pizza Tree because it's better. <laughs> I've actually never been there. I've heard things oh, about it's it. It's so good. I haven't hardly been out. Like we, I, you know yeah. this, like I, I've gone to like, you know, the famous local spots here, mm. but like I haven't gone to like a little, little things like that. I used to go there a lot last semester because when I worked for the for the newspaper, yeah, um, my shift would be from like eight a.m. to five p.m. and I'd be starving after. And yeah, Pizza Tree is just like you walk up to the window and it's like buy the slice. So I'd get a slice and it's like three bucks. It's so good. That's I always so tell people nice. it's the closest pizza I've had, like that tastes the closest to New York pizza. That's Ooh. not in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> I've heard good things. I've heard about it. I just never really knew where it was. but It's downtown. Okay. Not, not far from Shakespeare's at all. I think okay. like a street over. Okay. I might have to hit that up then. But yeah, like, uh, um, like going someplace like that, you know, experimenting with, you know, those little local shops. Yeah. And, and I know there's local vintage stores downtown shopping and... And you don't even have to go downtown to, like, a boutique because those can get expensive. But just, like, enjoying what is there that is that you cannot find everywhere else. Yeah, you know? something I just thought of that I really like to do at, in, like, the fall at the beginning of the school year or mm-hmm. in the spring during the end of the school year is to go to, like, the local parks. There's a lot of yes. parks in Columbia, but I know there's a lot of parks in any small town. And, you know, studying, reading, because, like, we read. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to let that go. <laughs> um but just like I feel like being outside is honestly underrated like it really is I remember last spring like when it got warm uh me keys and katie we would all we would lay a blanket outside yeah. in the front just in the front yard keep in mind our house is like right on a <laughs> busy street uh-huh. and we would lay in our the front yard and there'd be people like driving by completely staring at us and we would all just be <laughs> working on stuff out in the yard but it really is like it's actually a really nice thing Going outside in general is, like, a huge thing with romanticizing your life. Because, like I said, I wrote an article about it, and that was, like, a big thing that, like, just that is such an impactful thing. And everyone says, go outside, get some fresh air, get vitamin D, whatever. But really, though, just getting out of, like, your crusty home for a minute, your bedroom, like, especially ours of, like, this college house, it is so nice just to get Mm -hmm. out and just walk or something. I have lately hated walking to, <laughs> like... it's freezing. Because it's so cold. But I, like, I used to go on walks all the time with my mom and my dogs and stuff. And it was so nice just to be able to do that. And I do miss that a lot. And I don't know. Those are, like, little things that you can do. Cafes. I, I love going to cafes. Me too. Those are just so fun. Oh, something that we did in the fall um, with Keys. We... This is super... Like, you can do this everywhere, and this is, like, really easy to do, and it's such a fun night out. Not just going to the movies. Oh, yeah. And you don't realize how fun it is until you go there and, like, after the pandemic, and you haven't been for two years. Like, going back, well, you know how much I love movies. Yeah. Like, I, I just love them, so no matter what. But, like, the, the movie theaters are just, it's such a nostalgic thing for me. Like, going there, I was just so excited seeing like the funky patterned carpet and like yeah. the smell it's just everything about it like that feeling of anticipation watching all the trailers it is such a fun experience and just even doing that like with your friends like going out and just watching a random movie you know you don't even have to know what the trailer looks like just yeah. going and doing that and and I don't know I know there's like a cute local theater downtown yeah support your local theaters but yeah I agree with you this is really weird but growing up I hated movie theaters I don't know what it was I don't know if it had something to do with like I can't sit still for that long but I would go to the movies maybe once a year from like probably like all teenage years I just hated the movies all my friends would invite me and I'd be like no I'll catch you guys after like I hated it but when we went to the movies a few weeks ago I was like, I want to go see a movie again. I know. And I went and I saw another one like a couple weeks later. It's such a fun like outing because you can get, you can be comfortable. You can be dolled up. It can be a date. It can be a, you know, just a friend thing. You can go alone. It can be in the middle of the day. I just, it's such a fun time for me. And I don't know, for a lot of people I feel like. And so even just doing that, finding things to do is just really important. Getting yourself out socializing in some way or 
being alone, but getting yourself yeah. out. I feel like people don't realize that it's, like, okay to do things by yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, it's okay to go to the movies by yourself, to go to a coffee shop. Be safe, but, even, you know. Even, you go eat lunch by yourself. No mm-hmm. one really cares. No one's actually staring at you being Nobody. like, oh, she looks lonely. In like, fact, <laughs> I feel like if I see someone by themselves, I'm like, that's cool. Like, yeah, like, good for them. <laughs> yeah, like, the other day I was at Panera by myself, like, Sunday morning, because my parents are sick, so they weren't able to go to that breakfast place that we typically go to, so I went out by myself. And I was going to go to that breakfast place just by myself that we typically go to, but they were crazy busy. So I went to Panera instead, and I sat there, and I read, and we read (laughs) at local cafes, like Panera, like local, like nobody ever goes to Panera. Um, But anyway, uh, I got like a coffee, and I got a bagel, and I read, and it was so nice, like just Mm -hmm. like having that alone time. And, but also being out in a social scene in a way to yeah. where like, I could see some, I saw some people I knew out and I said hi to them and they sat right in front of me and I had no idea until I was like, oh my God, hi. And then we got to talking and just being in those environments where, you know, it's not awkward yeah. to be alone at all. Like, I agree. I, I actually really like it. Like shopping alone. Like it's that's like not taking weird. yourself on a date. Uh, yeah. And you don't have to be on anybody else's time. Like you yeah. don't have to worry about like. Oh goodness, I want to be here longer, but they I can tell they're getting fidgety. Oh, I guess I have to comp, you know, I have to like we have to leave mm-hmm. because they I don't want to, you know, ruin their day and just like not having that in the back of your mind is also really nice. And so, I don't know. There's a lot of things that you can really do, but yeah. it's also just kind of a social break. I think people yeah. need to normalize social breaks more. Yeah. Like I feel like my social battery runs out pretty easy and sometimes I just need those few hours in the morning or a few hours yes. in the afternoon to just go somewhere by myself do what I want to do maybe like read or something I don't know. <laughs> yeah but seriously like those are important things like you know the personal time thing I, I sometimes you know I just have to shut my door and just mm-hmm. have that moment alone with my cat and like just sit there and sit on my phone or read you know and keep in mind that we're like we don't we struggle with maintaining all of these things yeah. so like I know I like to watch a lot of influencers and and I see them. I'm like, oh, I don't wake up. I don't do that every morning. Yeah. I don't wash on my, my face every morning. I forget. I don't take ginger shots. What? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't drink green drinks yeah. and, like, go and take hot yoga classes. What? I suck. And, like, we are not, at least for me, like, yeah. I'm not a consistent person. Things pop up all the time. Like, conversations. Like, I know just the other night, like, we stayed up, like, I, I think we were supposed to film the podcast last week, and then we got to, we got stuck talking up in the living yeah. room for, like, like two, two hours, hours with yeah. our roommates. We're like, oh, my God, we were supposed to film tonight. And we couldn't. It just happens. Mm-hmm. You know, things pop up. You know, plans change, and you just kind of have to work with it. And it's, like, things are not as, you know, surface level as they may seem, like, and how people want them to be portrayed. Because, yes, we might say, oh, go to your local coffee shop and go have brunch with your parents every weekend. But guess what? My parents got sick. Couldn't couldn't yeah. go out with them. So I made arrangements and did something else. And, and oh, my friend canceled this plan. Oh, okay. I'll still go to the movie. Like, you just figure your way, you know, around things. And things aren't always going to stay. Like, yes, routine is nice to make. But not everything will stay in that routine. You can just only do your best just to keep things pretty stable. But they're not always going to be just, but be okay with that, you know? I think that definitely touches on, like, if you are an extreme planner, Mm -hmm. like, I think I would consider myself. You are. You you should see her desktop right now compared to what mine looks like. We're polar opposites. When it comes to, like, my plans, my calendar, my schoolwork, I'm extremely, extremely organized to a point where maybe it's not healthy. I don't know. (laughs) You are so organized, like... In every facet of your life. It's so funny. But yeah, no, she really is. But with that comes like when someone cancels on me, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, my whole day is ruined. (laughs) What am I going to do now? Why would they do this to me? I can't can't go out for a week. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to talk to them for the rest of the day. Like, (laughs) she's like personally attacked. Yes, I'm, I'm, that is personal. But I think being in a healthy mindset and 
romanticizing your life is just getting over those things and realizing someone cancels on you. It's not personal. Maybe they need a social break right now. And that's just something that they need. Maybe something came up. It's not personal. And I think just reacting in a different way that's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll take this hour that I carved out to watch a movie or some YouTube videos or do an extra assignment and get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, people do like, you know, say, oh, get off social media and get off. But if that is your way to escape. Go right ahead. Like, do what makes you happy. Now, maybe it is reading. Maybe it is painting. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. sitting on your phone. Maybe it's playing video games. Maybe it's playing a sport. You know, doing whatever. Finding what makes you happy. Now, what makes us happy is completely different from... We have different things that we enjoy. Just me and Jordan alone. Mm -hmm. And us and our roommates have completely different things that we enjoy. Like, I could sit in my room watching YouTube makeup tutorials all day long. And I would be so content with the rest of my day but I know that a, like my mom could never do something like that like she, yeah. that would she would, would drive her insane watching somebody else do that like there are just things that will make other people happy and it's really important to find those things and I think that that's really key to yeah. romanticizing your life and like really appreciating you know yourself and who you are and you know, finding those things that you love will really make you just, like, live in the present, I feel like, and be excited to live another day. Yeah, and I think with that comes um, finding your balance, you know, Mm -hmm. there should always be a balance with everything. You can't, like, you could, but you probably shouldn't wake up at 10.38, look at your phone, and then not get off of it for the next six hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you have to find your balance with just everything you enjoy, just like anything else in life. Especially if you're a college student, like, yeah, we got a lot of work to do. So that kind of goes into, like, planning. But also just making sure you have a healthy balance of what you're putting your energy and your thoughts and your mind into. Yeah, 100% balance is key to a lot of different yeah. things. I think um, another big thing for me and for a lot of people is appreciating just just the little things in your life things could be as simple as you know like if, if you're really struggling to like get through the day and mm-hmm. get up out of bed like taking that moment and appreciating yourself for getting up out of bed you know in the morning because for some people getting up out of bed is such a feat to accomplish yeah. or taking your medicine in the morning remembering to do that or Making yourself breakfast or a meal or eating something in general. That is such a big step for some people. Yeah, you're so right. And, like, those simple things that are just, like, breathing for someone like us or for, you know, other people. Or they may seem like breathing for some people. You know, it, it, like, they may seem like common sense, but they aren't. Like, Mm -hmm. every day could be a, a, you know, another step walking up this tall, tall hill. And it's just, you know, taking a moment and... And appreciating where you are and that you're doing your best to, um, you know, find the happiness and, like, the, the little things, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's because there are just so many simple things that, like, maybe I take for granted that are just easy for me. For sure. And, but then there are other things that other people take for granted that just are not easy for me. And just appreciating those little, deta- like, characteristics of you because they do make up who you are. And also working on the things that you want to change. Evaluating what you want to change. You don't have to change things just because other people do it better than you. I don't need to change my desktop screen because Jordan is so organized. That's just not my brain. Mm -hmm. Like, it would be unorganized in two hours. (laughs) Like, I just know me. And, but like, and I can't sit there and beat myself up for that, you know? And things like that where, you know, I don't don't know. No, yeah, I think a big part of romanticizing your life is also just realizing how far you've come yeah your 20s aren't easy your teenage years are definitely not easy so I think just acknowledging where you are where you used to be and where you hope to be yeah are big parts of just life in general and also just being happy just being content you know yeah yeah and I I think that like really there's a lot of people who just have things below the surface that you don't know that they're struggling with and I know I have those things. I know you probably have those things. And just being there for other people, too. I, and selfishly enough, like, 
being there for people makes you feel really good about yourself. So that could also be a thing like, you know, listening and, and talking with people and communicating and, and seeing what you have that you're grateful for and, Mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily comparing your life. That's not what I'm saying, but you know, it, there is power in, in what do they say? Power in, what is it in, in, uh, not groups, but. Oh, I know what you're trying to say. People or something like that where it's like power numbers. Is that what it is? I think so. Where it's like, you know, you kind of can grow so much just by, you either can be opening up to people or, or listening to them and, and, you know, being grateful for what you have or, or, or being grateful for them as people in your life. Yeah. And I know these are big, big, deep topics, but truly a lot of, like, you know, romanticizing your life is such a broad thing and it's very personal. It's a very personal experience for each of us. And so, like, we have tips for maybe what you can do, but we don't know all the answers right. at all. Like, really, we all have the different things that just make us happy. So just finding you know, these things that will make you want to wake up the next morning and get up out of bed. Yeah, and excited for your day. Yeah, and that's what's really important, and especially as a student, because that's yeah. sometimes really hard to do when you have, like, a 9 a.m. or an 8 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my God, the very first thing I have to do this morning is roll out of bed and go to class. Like, that sucks. Well, yeah, that sucks. Maybe, like, Oh my goodness, I'm so grateful that I even have school. Yeah. I and I like, can get into that really bad. Yeah, I feel like it's especially hard for a student because a lot of times it feels like you're doing all this work and not really seeing much out of yeah. it at all. And I think it's hard to, for a lot of people to stay in that mindset of, like, I'm doing this for myself and it'll pay off in the end. And I think just as try hard not to lose sight of that because when you do, that's when things kind of get even more difficult than they already are yeah and I think we all go through these ruts in different ways to where like for me I'm more outspoken about them mm-hmm. and people know when like I'm in a in a funk like that's just how I am I'm very open about it and so people are able to help me and something that I don't do very well at well depending on the circumstance you know maybe reading if somebody else is in that like you're really good at masking if if you have anything that's going on, you know, like I wouldn't know mm-hmm. because you do a really good job at that. And for me, like I go through like these spells, where it is just so hard to, you know, wake up and go like, you know, go and not see those, those, I don't know, what's the, the payoffs yeah. of what I'm doing um, in this phase that I'm in in school and not seeing like, oh, I'm writing all these articles, but they're just for class. They're yeah. not actually getting published or, or I'm reading all these things and I'm like, you know, just, just things like that where it's like, I don't know, I, I, I'm rambling. It's like I have a million thoughts in my head, so I don't know if I'm combining them and the, if they make any sense. I don't know. No, I get it. I think it's, I think it's difficult to, especially look at your friends who didn't go to school and maybe have already started their career and it's like, yeah. wow, like this is their life. They're making money. That's so cool. I'm sitting in my college house, like yeah. doing statistics homework taking it day by day yeah but I think just keeping that mindset of I'm doing this for myself I will see the repercussions of my work I'm working really hard and I'm proud of my work and it's all gonna pay off someday and yeah I just think keeping that mindset is so important you word yourself very well I that's what I was trying to get at but I can't (laughs) verbalize myself because I have a thousand thoughts in my head that I want to say at the same time but yeah exactly Exactly what you said. And that's a really big deal with, like, romanticizing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you growing to appreciate yourself, where you're at, the people that you have in your life. It's all about really just loving yourself. Yeah. And then what will follow is loving the life that you lead and loving the future that you build for yourself or the goals that you make for yourself and the bad times that mm-hmm. you go through. And learning to appreciate those. Yeah. Knowing that, like, you're growing out of them. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've bawled my eyes out about a stupid class, <laughs> and but I've passed, and yeah. I've gotten that credit, and, like, I can move on with my life, and, you know, I've bawled my eyes out about French a thousand times, and now <laughs> I can say I've been through, I can brag and say I went through four semesters of French in college, and all these things, and, you know, they're, in some ways, yes, they're not really payoffs in terms of, oh, yeah, maybe I don't have money in my hand from this, or maybe I don't have you know, the recognition, like an award, you right. know, for getting through French. Yeah. 
But I have that, like, pride in myself for getting through it. So someday we will get that certificate. (laughs) That's freaking right. And I I hopefully will be able to get through the the rest of this. Oh, we totally will. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. We're (laughs) romanticizing our lives. You know, we're we're getting through it. We read. And we're like... This is where manifesting comes in. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about manifesting and Torah. (laughs) Torah cards. (laughs) Zodiac. Yeah, right. Um, Are you a Torah? No. (laughs) Anywho. Okay, um, I also want to touch on, lastly, we wouldn't be journalism students if we didn't talk about the importance of journaling and just writing yeah. down your goals, which kind of ties into manifesting a little bit. Yeah. But just, I, I don't journal as much as I used to or as much as I'd like to. I'd say, on average, probably once or twice a month, honestly. Yeah, me But too. I find when I do, I'm like, wow, like, I'm so glad I did that. Or like, I know I'm going to look back at this one day and be so happy I wrote about this. Also, it kind of helps to get all my thoughts out. I was actually talking to a teacher last semester about how a lot of times I don't even realize what I really think until I write it down or type it and put it into words. And then I write it and I'm like, oh, that's my opinion on that topic. Or like, I didn't even realize that's what I thought. Yeah. Cool, though. Like, I'm glad I know now. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. I'm definitely way better in words, like, written than I am words spoken. And... Because I have so many thoughts that sometimes it's so hard to narrow down really what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why I'm on meds. <laughs> um, but it's sometimes really hard to just, like, know your opinions on things or to know your your beliefs on things mm-hmm. when you have a thousand things coming around you. It's nice to, like, to just be able to sit down and write and everything and, like, word vomit on a page, you know, what you actually feel. And I find that that's a lot of the time when I feel my best I yeah. don't, it's kind of like reading where it's like why don't I do it all the time because I always feel good exactly yeah. you know why don't I do it I because I get sucked into these weirdo freaking tiktok yeah. DIYs and I don't know why I I like it's <laughs> it's so addicting it really is like a drug mm-hmm. it is addicting and but I wish I don't know if it's like there's like a stigma on like writing and, and reading as in like it's work like there's kind of like that that parallel there and I want to like slice that parallel yeah. you know or or you know I want to just get rid of it altogether. smash the narrative smash <laughs> it and I want to like put that into my routine and yeah. stuff but yeah writing is so important journaling I only do it like once or twice a month and yeah. I don't know why I don't do it more and it's nice to look back sometimes and read those moments I went through a spell there for a little bit where I actually growing I have like this notebook and I still have it um it was from like sophomore junior maybe a little bit of senior year and, like, I was actually doing, like, journal entries and talking about where I was in my life and talking about how we were getting a foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. And then I was writing songs, all these, this like, and poems and drawing all in this notebook. And then all of a sudden, like, I was flipping through these pages and it just stopped. Uh-uh. And nothing. And yeah. I was like, what? When did that even, like, when did that stop? And then yeah. I've probably bought 18 other journals since then and I haven't written in any of them. Mm-hmm. Or I've written one page and then I'll be like, mm, I want a new one. Yeah. You know? But... Yeah, it's kind of weird how, like, we don't continue doing that. But it really is impactful. Yeah, I think bottom line, like, the main points of romanticizing your life is just doing the things that you know make you happy, doing the things that make you feel confident, and just kind of getting into that routine that's going to make you happy. Yeah, learn just to love yourself and where you are now. I really struggle with that Mm -hmm. really bad because I just have days where it's just really hard to just really appreciate my appearance or my intelligence or my talent in these areas and you know it's really 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 easy to get yourself into like this downward spiral of like my life does not look like this person's that that who posts this on social media like I watched this Vogue you know beauty routine why don't I I I don't have that beauty routine I don't wake up and I don't do that every you know it's okay you know every night you're not going to do this full-fledged serum routine like it's Mm -hmm. okay to forget to do those things or it's okay just to go to bed with makeup on like you know there are just things that just live your life and find a balance yeah and learn to love where you are what you have to offer people and that is that will just make you so confident and make you so happy and then we'll just make you look forward to even growing that and expanding that and then becoming just like this boss version of yourself (laughs) 
Yeah. I think bottom line is you're exactly where you are supposed to be. And as soon as you get in that mindset, it just makes things a lot easier. Yep. And I forget to tell myself that sometimes. Yeah, me too. Then sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I'm so happy and I'm, I love myself and I love life. Butterflies, rainbows and everything. (laughs) And then there are times where I'm like, oh, this is the worst. I have the worst life ever. Why is this happening Why is this only me? Why does nobody else have to take French? Like, and there's literally 18 other people in my class. Things like that. Like, not you guys though. No, no. Yeah. You guys don't know what I'm going through. (laughs) They're all going through the exact same exam. And, but yeah, there are just things like, it's okay to have those days. Don't, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, but yeah. Romanticizing your life is so customiz- customizable though. Like it really is. It's, it's a thing that really cannot be pinpointed by one or two things. It's mm-hmm. so complex and it's so personal to each of us. So, I mean, the things that we mentioned today, like take them with a grain of salt. You can take yeah, them definitely. and you can actually implement those into your life. Like either way, if you like any of the ideas and you feel like they'll make you happy, go and do that. If you don't, then find other things that, yeah. like, maybe you're more outdoorsy. Go out and find a hiking location. Go and watch the sunrise or sunset. I actually wrote about that, and that's, I, that's like, a very cheesy thing, like, to say, like, watch the sunrise and, like, <laughs> go and meditate. Read a book. <laughs> meditate read a book watching the sunrise. <laughs> and, like, it's such a thing that, you know you don't really think about but I think I said in that article like being able to watch the world wake up around you and go to sleep around you mm-hmm. and knowing that the person a person across the world can see the same moon that you're staring at across the world you know in just a few it's hours it's really therapeutic it's it's really it's really cool because then you realize oh I'm not the only person in the world but then you realize how individual you are at the same yeah. time. I, I don't know. It's just like being able to wake up and go to sleep with all like the world at the same time. It, it obviously not all at the same time, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's just it's really that's a really cool thing. Things like that if you're more now like outdoorsy yeah, things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but with that, I guess we'll close off this episode. Close off my tangents. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I love them. They love them. Yes. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of That's What She Wrote. Please DM us on Instagram and tell us how you romanticize your life or any other tips you have. Any tips you have for us. Yeah. I'd love to hear. I would love to use ideas. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much. And I hope you guys listen next week. Yeah. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.